Hi and welcome to the Victim to Victor podcast. My name is Anu and I am your host. And in today's podcast, I want to share with you a process which really helped to reset my beliefs about myself. It is called the Tony Robbins Dickens process. From suffering low self-worth to becoming the woman that I am today, I have the teachings of Tony Robbins to thank for this. I attended all of his events and graduated from the Mastery University, which literally transformed my life. It was a big investment and I spent months saving so that I could travel to West Palm Beach to his Date With Destiny event, as well as his two-week raw vegan retreat. I want to give credit for who I am today to Tony Robbins his inspiration and teachings, and it was his decision-making process and self-awareness programs which helped me develop and grow beyond the person that I used to be. Tony Robbins' programs focus on learning to understand how to control thoughts and realising that we are in full control of our state and that our mind, body and emotions are interconnected. We can use mind-body techniques to bring more understanding into our lives. Mind-body techniques also influence our feelings. I have learned to embrace living in the moment and becoming adept at maintaining my self-awareness in any circumstance. Studies and research have shown that the more we are in control of our lives, the more productive we can feel. If we embrace existence in the present, we are well on our way to controlling our minds. If you have ever felt that your mind is out of control and anxious thoughts are crowding out the good ones, think deeply. Control your mind through meditation as this is a natural way to calm and to centre yourself. The discipline behind meditation is that we only focus on one thought at a time. When we are meditating, we are drawing our focus to something calming, which may be our breath or a mantra that we love. Meditation requires repetition to master and as we find mindfulness it feels more natural meaning that we are well on our way to controlling our minds and thoughts. Tony Robbins also promotes recognising our limiting beliefs. The beliefs which are holding us back are limited. The beliefs which we believe to be accurate and the beliefs that have been instilled into our minds from a young age or those which are due to conditioning. We can reset our limits in belief so that we start to believe in ourselves and believe that anything is achievable if we set our minds to it. After all, we do have infinite potential. Taking control of the mind and building intention into our thought processes takes us into a state where we want to take positive action instead of continually thinking about what is wrong and just complaining. I've learned this through work and through my therapy and my studies precisely what trauma is. With this knowledge, I have been able to combat the trauma which I experienced as a child and as a young girl, and the trauma which I later brought upon myself. Tony Robbins provides an excellent technique for making good decisions. He explains the Dickens process in his seminars and books. It is a compelling way for anyone to find themselves, and it helped me reach where I am today. The Dickens process uses simple technology from neurolinguistic programming and other sciences to approach communication, personal development and psychotherapy. 
The promise is that there is a significant connection between neurological processes, language or linguistics and behavioural patterns. They are learned through experience or programming. These behaviours can be changed to help us to achieve happiness and success. The entire process operates on a subconscious and emotional level. It takes the idea from A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens, when three ghosts appear to Scrooge on Christmas morning. He is shown the past, present and possible future of what his life will be like if he continues with his miserly and heartless ways. The smells and sights of the past bring a tear to Scrooge's eye. He sees a shadow of his lonely childhood, an uncaring father and a loving sister. While he also follows the decisions which he made that turned his fiancée against him. She realised that he loved money more than her. Scrooge watches his friends and family become disillusioned with him and he begins to see how this contributed towards his miserly attitude towards life. His present ghost is shown in all its graphic glory, Bob Cratchit, Scrooge's clerk. He's walking through the snow and he is with his young son, Timmy. The spirit of the present takes Scrooge to the Cratchit home where he can see that the family doesn't have a Christmas dinner to look forward to. Yet they are all so positive. Scrooge is unable to cope with their happiness and he hears him talking about him and there isn't any malice in these conversations. He also sees the excitement growing at his nephew Fred's house. How merry and happy Fred and other members of his family are. Scrooge hasn't even been invited to join him with their Christmas festivities. The spirit of the future shows Scrooge at a later date. He is ill and dying alone. Also a disabled child who is about to be buried, whom we recognise as Timmy. Three wealthy gentlemen are laughing about Scrooge's death and at how cheap the funeral will be. He sees his possessions being stolen by his charwoman to be sold to a fence called Old Joe, who would later sell them for profit. He is shown his shrewded corpse and begs the spirit not to reveal his face. He finally realises that he is unwanted and uninvited because of his miserly ways. Scrooge experiences so much pain from these thoughts and images that he decides to change his life for the better and for the effects to last forever. The changes he makes affect everything around him in a positive way. He gives away money, forgives debts and delivers a Christmas dinner to the Cratchit home. No longer is Scrooge lonely or alone. He is soon invited to spend time with others. He has changed into a much kinder person and so finds a happier life. In the Dickens process, we are forced to examine our limiting beliefs and to change them. The process uses a conscious mind to help visualise the possible paths that we can take and attaches real feelings to them. If you think about standing at a crossroads, one side will take you in one direction or the way you are currently travelling, while the other leads to a possible future. Choosing the right path shows you how your life can change positively for the better and affect everyone around you. But what is the right path? Well, think about your current behaviour and I'm just using the following examples. We need to use the worst 
possible images we can think of for this exercise to work well, such such as drinking alcohol to excess or impulsive behaviour and possibly damaging ourselves, as I did with thoughts of suicide myself. See yourself walking along your current road. Imagine how bad it will be in 12 months or five years if you don't change what you do. Think about how poor your health will be and how restrictive your life will turn out. Imagine not being able to play with your children or enjoy your family because of being ill with liver damage. Think about how awful it will feel to lose your home and family if you keep drinking alcohol. Think about how empty life will be if you don't begin to love and trust and to seize this abusive behaviour. Where will you be if you continue forming relationships with abusive partners who take away all of your power and inner strengths? So the point of this exercise is to think of the worst possible outcome your journey could take. Imagine breaking the news to your family that you have a life-threatening illness. See yourself in a position where you are arrested for drink driving and locked up for rehabilitation. Imagine a future where there isn't any love, good relationships or a stable family. The outcome is that you will never hold your children or watch them grow up. Be realistic and think of yourself experiencing the most profound pain possible if you don't stop this damaging behaviour. See your challenging future if you don't change for the better. Feel this future and the surrounding pain. Feel the pain associated with these happenings if you don't change how you are living your life. Go back to the crossroads and take the path to success now, instead of the path of least resistance. Think about and write down how you will feel in five years time and how you will live your life. When you are healthier, when you are more successful, you will have energy and you will feel as if you can do anything. Think about how you will feel in 10 years time when you watch your children graduate from college and when you hold your first grandchild or when you go on holiday with your soulmate. Imagine yourself as a happy and healthy person contributing to society, making it a better world. Happiness always brings a smile to anyone's face. And travel back to the crossroads. Think about the consequence of both paths. Feel the acute pain of your current beliefs. Now you can start to throw these actions away and formulate two or three replacement beliefs to use as you move forward. Instead of saying to yourself, I don't deserve to be in a loving relationship or I will carry on drinking. Nothing will happen. Replace this old belief with a new one such as I am a non-drinker. This is why I am healthier and happier. I am lovable and important. My life is good. Think repeatedly how much better you will be if you release your destructive thoughts and actions. Feel the pain of the past and the hopelessness of the present. Look to the future that has a positive vibration and you will be following the examples of Jeff Bezos, who is one of the richest and most successful men in the world. When he makes a decision, he projects his life forward. He says that he takes the path which will minimise his regrets. If you choose to stay on your current path, think of these questions. What will be the cost of my bad habits if I don't change them? How will I hurt the people I love in the future if I stay on my current path? How will this habit affect my future? Now ask yourself the following questions this time. 
when you take the path to make life changes, what empowers me to do the right thing for me? How will things in my life evolve? How will my personal life change? And how can I be happy? The Dickens process will transform your life if used as a life-changing tool. It is powerful because it allows us to experience our future selves, to feel the pain involved in keeping to the current path and to also make decisions based on new information that will guide us to change for the better. Using the Dickens process shows our conscious mind that the paths we can take and the consequences of taking them. This tool can be life-changing when we truly apply it. It has transformed the lives of thousands of people, including me. Make the right decisions by projecting yourself into the role of Scrooge. Are you happy with your current choices? Or is there another path which you could take? You are the only person who can answer these questions. If you empower yourself, you will be successful. This process can be as long as you want it to be or as short. The whole purpose is to make wise decisions and to realise the consequences of those decisions. So while this episode comes to an end, you may want to check out my book, A Victim to Victor, now available on audio, where I have shared my journey of evolving through self-help and a determination to cast off my damaging past. My ultimate goal is to reach out to fellow survivors and to provide hope and motivation into everyone's lives. I hope that I can help victors transform their lives and achieve amelioration in the process of discovering their true self. You may have already joined my 12-week self-development plan. If not, then please do. It's absolutely free and it aims to guide you on your journey to recovery. And you can find the link in the description below. So please do like this podcast and tag or share it with somebody who you know who's going through a similar situation and who may need help. I will be back with another podcast soon. Until then, take care and stay empowered.